Having the doctor able to travel through universes. So you can't send somebody away from Earth for a year and they don't have music. And we uh, crawl in on your hands and knees into the spaceship. You ever notice how a lot of spaceships have octagonal walls? There's a man out there I haven't seen in 15 years. He's trying to kill me. Now you stay away from me. Stay away! Stay away from me! Maybe I shouldn't kill you instead. You all know he's guilty! He's got to burn! You're letting him slip through our fingers! I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! Who mocks them and laughs at him in his repeatedly crushed name! Monsieur! Take a look! So better
stick out your tongue, folks, for a golden meteor shower of hidden pleasures, an asteroid conveyor belt of sulfurous gases, a Tungusker event out there beyond the tundra. Prepare to burn up on re-entry, folks, as you incestuously calamber aboard the womb of the mothership. Bait your hook, we're approaching the wormhole. The intersection between time and space has been misplaced along with all good intentions. The gravity of the situation cannot be denied. We're leaving orbit. We've almost used up our remaining supply of oxygen, and we're entering the pull of the slam chasm. Like daytime TV listings guide, there are no signs of intelligent life out there beyond the hull of our ship. A perverted logic has taken over as the imp of the perverse orders us to press down hard on the accelerator. Our only hope is to find some hospitable planet with breathable air, survivable temperatures, and a drinkable wine cellar. Ease yourself onto a protein suppository. It's going to be quite a trip, especially with that pill up your ass. But let's be careful what we're calling other occupants of interplanetary craft, especially to whatever their equivalents of faces are. It's just you, me, and the slam chasm for the unforeseeable past, present, and future now, fellow travelers. This next one goes out to ourselves, in whatever dimension we happen to be or not to be when, where, or however we receive this transmission. on someone else's face. Your angelic bones have been rubbed like ivory, have been sucked like candy, have been licked like nips, have been gnawed like jerky by Marsalis, Marsalis, and Crouch. Sounds like a law firm, but is in reality an infirm trio of turtles. Joe, I'm so excited about the uh, the all-male version of Sister Act. Well, absolutely. This is the news of the moment, isn't it? Uh, no one is talking about anything else. No. Uh, I mean... Well, the, the controversy of this, of course, and there have been uh, some people suggesting that it, that it isn't necessary, but... Um, well, they think it's, it's sexist. I mean, no one wants to see men in Sister Act. Sister Act is such a classic film. It's held so dearly to so many people's mm. lives. Like... How dare they? How dare they sully the memory with, by uh, putting some men in it? Yeah. But, you know, 
I think they've answered that with the casting. I mean, who doesn't Absolutely. want to see Zach Galifianakis in a wimple? Absolutely, and I, th- I think that's uh, I think that was a fantastic bit of casting there as well. Uh, and of course, with you know films such as this, there is a budget to be considered. They will have to make money, and it's nice to see uh, that they've casted uh, actor debutant uh, Drake in the in the part of younger nun uh, nun Harry Armut. Mm. Yeah, that's great. You know, he'll uh, he'll he'll drop some beats. Perhaps there'll be a musical number. I mean, I think there would be. Mm. Uh, they haven't said whether they will do songs like the original I mean they're, they're mixing things up by having all men I got the impression from the press conference that it would, would be a, you know, a, a Brechtian drama mm. but it's nice to see Robbie Coltrane he's pulling the wimple back on mm. you know his, his, he's going to get his nuns on the run garb and mm-hmm. he's going to play Mother Superior. Yeah, and it will be as well. It'll be a nice, uh, a bit of a nostalgic recall for us Harry Potter fans uh, from that Harry Potter spin-off, Hagrid of the Nunnery. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former employee. I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago. And, and... <laughs> I've kind of been running across the country, um, oh, man, I don't know where to start, they're, uh, they're, they're gonna, um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon, so um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone, so give us something quick, okay, um, um, okay, what, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are, they're, uh, they're, they're extra-dimensional beings that, an earlier precursor of the um, the space program made contact with. Uh, they they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of uh, uh, a lot of aspects of, of of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. Uh, the, the disasters that are coming. They, the, the military. I'm sorry. The, the government knows about them, and there's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now are they're not doing they're not doing anything. They are not they want the major population centers wiped out so that the, the few that are left will be more easily controllable. <laughs> Nothing matters. It's all about, you know, we're just waiting for the bigger dick, the wetter cunt. We're all waiting for the next. Because right now it's definitely never good enough for anything. It's good enough for shit. It's good enough to take a shit in. The banana. The the banana. The banana. Or a banana. The main banana that you know the, the the concept of a banana, the fruit banana, the fruit banana, the ba- the sweet banana. The computer has been playing a futile, febrile, feeble game of solitaire with itself since we passed Uranus and were flushed out into the incomprehensible plumbing of galaxies beyond our own. Its artificial intelligence boards have been warped on a molecular level by the subatomic vicissitudes of interdimensional travel, 
as have my own organic intelligence cells. Six of my wives are sleeping below on the stasis deck and have asked not to be awoken until we reach some form of civilization, or at least until I can put some pants on while I'm walking around this spaceship. But you know me, folks. I like to keep free and easy, despite all those panicked reports of a cigar-shaped object in the sky. So, if the side of my heavenly body makes you feel uncomfortable, avert your gaze towards one of the porthole windows. This next one goes out to a statistically negligible proportion of all you folks back on Earth. No, it's not that time of the year, but Jesus used to enjoy this sort of thing too, I bon-motted as I banged the anti-slump nails in. A little bit of laughter frothed out from Amy from the agency's nice face. Oh, I do hope that's infectious, was my featured thought. <coughs> Mum, mother, you're going to really like this one. The rest of the meal went swimmingly. Amy from the agency was wonderful company, attentive, melodorous and bubbly, at least when the seat warmers under mother's steel chair began to flare up. We laughed and swapped stories, me unpacking a tale of a Christmas past when mother gifted me my first ankle bracelet, along with matching wall bracket and connecting chain. I got a new one every year after that until my stupid stubborn bones stopped growing bigger. Amy from the agency treated me to a deliciously dark and monotonous monologue with a very simple narrative structure, a few quirky word plays here and there, and a narrator that was clearly just a basic exaggerated aspect of the true creator's character. I liked the bit where it ended with me feeding Amy from the agency down through mother's tubes. I didn't like the part that got a bit post-mortem, though.
Now, among those named in this year's list is the veteran broadcaster, Stuart Hall. I want to be filthy stinking. But Stuart, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. It's a real privilege to have you on the programme. You must be delighted. Yes, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a shock, you know. Sometimes you, you look for this list year by year, you're not on it, and then suddenly you are, and you think, whoopee. Uh, the secret is to do everything that the doctors say you shouldn't do. Stuart, looking back over the last several decades of broadcasting, what would be the highlights for you? I've always longed for things to go wrong. I love things to break down, like you. They don't come out of a sausage machine in my day, in the 60s and 70s. All these concubines were there, <laughs> beautiful girls, well, none of them over the age of 25. <laughs> they all had big knockers as well. But nevertheless, we got down to it and started clicking away with two fingers. I started with one. If you wanted to dribble, in the tub you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, is the one that you can particularly pick out as, as being your favourite? Oh, slack, Alice. Develop it, develop it. Did anyone ever say, uh, do you know, you need to ease up on, you know... I'm still cherishing that image of you looking at yourself naked in the mirror. Sinning as often as possible. And we can show ourselves to the public as we normally are. You know, <laughs> the, the, I'll give you a hundred quid if you can beat me. My hero is Napoleon, and I'm... <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm, are you happy with what you are? I'm absolutely delighted. I've been recognised at long last. A northern hack. <clears throat> but you're, congratulations. Uh, Thank you so uh, much for taking time out for us this morning. Have a great day. Charlie Sally. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. I made it all up. And I've been lying ever since. Yeah, and you know, I think, you know, they've already released uh, details of the soundtrack. They haven't even written the film, but you know, I think a couple of couple of great numbers on there. Uh, Mohammed, Mo Problems. That's one I'm particularly looking forward to. Uh, ain't got nothing on them. Crusades. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a rip snorter. Mm. And who cares if it offends people? Well, you know, Jump for Jihad is definitely going to offend somebody. But uh, that's the intention of art, isn't it? If art isn't offending somebody, then it's not very successful art. Mm. Mm. Uh, it'll be Koran on your ass. Uh, yeah, I think they're already talking about sequel ideas. Fantastic. But Brother Act 2, Back in the Burka. Back in the Burka. Yeah, I think they're going to flip it. And, and uh, you know, the nuns have converted to Islam. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be about the healing powers of um, the Middle Eastern faith. Okay. And about how actually it's Christianity that's got a problem. And uh, they should stop mucking about. Yeah. And uh, that'll be interesting. That'll kind of make it... A bit more, a bit more equanimity. It's nice that Hollywood uh, are kind of paying attention and saying, "Hey, look, let's stop with the hate stuff and let's start opening our hearts to the to the loving arms of Muhammad." Curse you, you band of alephanafidia! Think quickly, Asquith. Think quickly. Fire. I must create fire. I took out my hip flask of cognac and doused my scarf. 
and placed it on the end of my walking stick. Quick, a match. Snakes were thrusting at my ankles. I fought them back as I located my box of matches. One match left. Light match, light. It lit. We're running on fumes now, people. So huff another gasping breath from that canister in the brown paper bag stowed above your seat. Prepare to raise the landing gear from the heated tablespoon of multidimensional travel. Pull back on the plunger and see the needle sink into the pink as the horizon falls away beneath you. It has been preordained that the ship's manifest has no destiny beyond the mercurial whims of the boys and girls back at Mission Control on Mercury, but their brains have been poached by their proximities to the sun and all radio contact has been mislaid somewhere beside a beach towel on the shores of the Sea of Tranquility. This next one goes out to the yawning, unfathomable and soul-denying vastness of deep space. was her breast falling forward in perfect shape, sun rays outward, kidneys and everything else. So I kept staring as art and life crossed and crossed again. If I could write laughter, I would. I would decipher your comments as they really do. Never noticing, never betraying, cancer in my life. The phone rang while I died in a dream. You thought about writing?
Well, folks, as you may have realized, we've left the hillside a long, long way behind. Since language is merely a clumsy and arbitrary series of conceptual metaphors, it's difficult to say whether we have left the hill behind in terms of space, time, or some other medium of which it is impossible for the human mind to conceive. And if I did know, I don't think I'd tell you people anyway. But what led to this exodus from the hillside, the town, and all its fine, fine people? Well, friends, it all began last Tuesday when I was installing some broadcast equipment here in Slamcasm HQ. This particular equipment had come to me by means of inheritance, a result of my uncle Beaven, a time traveler by trade, dying of a paradox in three months' time. As I connected the oscillator to the missing person's mixing desk, there was a flash of light with the color of a cheap special effect, and I found myself staring at me, staring at me, finding myself, staring at me, staring at me, finding myself, 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 staring at me, finding myself. This process simultaneously went on for an infinity, and was over before it had even started. But by the time I came to the future version of myself, which from here on I shall refer to as I, was being, is being, and will be chased back to my spaceship by the present version of myself, from here on referred to as I. As the past version of myself, or I, goaded myself on from the porch of my house. I boarded the craft and sealed the airlocks, and as the ship separated itself from the hillside, I looked out of one of the portholes to see myself looking back at me from the grounds. I was mouthing something to myself. I could not hear what I was saying, but since I was simultaneously standing on the hillside looking up and screaming those very words, I already knew, and the knowledge filled me with dread, for the words coming out of my mouth were, are, and will be, you are in the slam chasm, lamb chasm.